St. John's Nation, thank you for tuning in to St. John's Missionaries Baptist Church Podcast. St. John's is located at 715 Winding Road in Kingston, Georgia, under the leadership of Pastor Michael H. L. Robinson Sr. Today's podcast is titled, Is Your Name in the Book? St. John's Nation, ask yourself, is your name in the book? Even to that same time, and at that time, thy people 
shall be delivered. Everyone that shall be found written in the book. Amen. Amen. We hope and pray that everyone get their name in the book. Amen. We pray that you get your name in the book. Um, here we find that the angel is having a conversation with Daniel. He's already told him, amen, about what, what held him up, why he couldn't get to him in time. Um, also, he went to the point of telling about all the things that's going to happen. And even now, these words that we hear from the book of Daniel, amen, they're applicable to us. Some of the things that we see written here, they have not occurred yet. Some of them have occurred, but a lot of them have not occurred, amen? Um, we are living in times of trouble, and the warning is to us also, amen, about the troubling time that will come. Um, some think, amen, that things are going to get so much better down here, but I'm here to serve you notice, amen, a virus might go away. Amen. Things may get better, amen, on your job, uh, but things will not get better while we're here. Things will get better, amen, once our Lord and our Savior returns, amen, amen. But if it doesn't get better, amen, for believers, amen, you've got to still keep your hope and your trust all in the Lord, amen. I believe one of the problems we have nowadays, amen, we're trusting and everything but the Lord. Amen. That's why we find our churches have become so thin. Amen. Uh, because we're trusting in the word of the world and not in the Lord. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, amen, it does get better after a while. Amen. But during this time, it's not the best. Amen. And during those times of not so good, we've got to keep our faith. Amen. And we cannot give up. Amen. What I mean by that, we cannot give up on the Lord. Amen? Um, our better, as I told you, it is not here, and it's not through anyone that is here. Amen? It is not here, and it's not through anyone that's here. Because everyone that's walking on this earth, amen, or have walked on this earth beyond Jesus Christ, they're no different than you and I. They've sinned, and they need a Savior, just like you and I need a Savior. They may be to help us navigate our way through, amen, but it cannot help us to find better. Unfortunately, amen, um, some of us, amen, we think it's getting better because we're getting $1,200 back from the government, amen. We thank God for their help, amen, but that's not going to help things get better for you because the same way they gave it, that little bit's going to run out, amen. But if you trust in the Lord, amen, he told us he will meet every single need that we have, amen. How does he do that, amen? He does that through Christ Jesus, amen, our risen Savior, amen. Remember, our better is not here, amen. Um, our thought this morning is, this is your name in the book. And as we think on that thought, amen, the Lord took my mind back to many different books, which may have our names written in. Um, I know now, amen, we're changing times and we're finding um, that children are getting Chrome books, amen. They're not traditional books that we're used to, amen, where you can flip pages, amen, but it's nothing more than a computer, amen. So I don't know if they put their name in on that book or not, and I think they put it on it, but not in it. Back in the day, amen, you would get a textbook, amen, and the front cover, amen, had to write your name in the book. 
Now, because your name was in the book, amen, that did not give you by, that did not tell you that you're going to pass that grade, amen, because I know many folk who failed some classes and they had their name in the book. Amen. There's other books that was written, amen. At one time, there was a thing called the Who's Who amongst American high school students. And many thought because they got their name in that book, that was going to open some doors for them to go to college, amen, for a better life, for a better job, and come to find out, amen, all you had to do is pay a few dollars and you get your name in that book, amen. Well, the book, amen, to the angel telling Daniel about this morning, amen, you can't pay your way into that, amen. You can't buy your salvation. You can't, amen, even bribe anybody. Because even now, amen, you may find your name on a registry book, amen, saying that you're going to partake in an event, amen, and by having your name in that registry book, amen, you can come in. That's your ticket to get in. But at the same time, your name may not be in that book, but you go to your slide of a little money, amen, because the Bible says money answers all things, amen. Money answers every single thing. That's why the world is so corrupt now because of the love of money. But to slide them a little bit of money and you'll find it and they'll put your name in the book. But the book that the angels talk about here, amen, it is not a textbook. It is not the who's who among American high school students. It's not the who's who anywhere at all. It's all of those who are born again believers, amen. Um, now, the Bible tells us, man, there's nothing new under the sun. And here brings my, my first point, amen. The angel tells Daniel, amen, that trouble is going to come. Trouble like they've never, ever seen before. And some of us, amen, in the day that you and I are living in, we're seeing trouble that we have never, ever seen before. But believe you me, somebody has seen it. Before, amen, my, my heart felt pretty good the other day when I saw a couple of people. One lady was 104, another was 106, and an old man was by 99 years old. All of them had that virus that's killing folk, amen. But they had it, and the Lord brought them through. Why did the Lord bring them through? I believe because the Lord showed us, amen, that he can do anything he wants to do. Amen. We never give up on God. We don't give up on life. And don't give up on God. You're going to have life. Amen. Even if you don't get the physical life, you have the spiritual life. Amen. But he brought them through. And those people have been through some stuff that you and I have never seen in our life. But here with Daniel, the angel tell him that there's going to be some bad things that happen. And you and I are living through some of them now. But once again, mark my word, the worst has not come yet. The worst has not come yet, amen. Uh, Christ tells us, amen, that there's going to be trouble in this life. So we cannot believe, amen, that because we're believers that we're immune, we're exempt, amen, from the troubles of this world. Every day, amen, believers in God are getting fired from their job. Some because they believe God. Others, amen, because, amen, be truthful about it. Sometimes because they're just downright lazy. They think, amen, they don't have to do anything, amen. But with it, amen, we're not exempt. From the troubles of this world. Amen. Now we find, amen, what causes these troubles, amen, what causes these trials. Sometimes, amen, it's because we have a tyrant leader. And I'm not talking about anybody today. My mind goes back, amen, to Pharaoh, amen. He brought trouble upon God's people when they came and they was in his land. And they wind up in a blessing to the land. But then Pharaoh was envious, he was jealous, and became afraid, and became a tyrant leader of those people. And what was the result of it? I mean, God had to step in and make Pharaoh let his people go. 
So even now, amen, the troubles that you have, even though we know they're not new, the troubles you have, the only way you can get through your troubles is through God, amen, through Jesus Christ, by being led by the Holy Spirit, and you can't do it yourself, you can't even count on your leader to get you out of it. For if you remember, amen, when Pharaoh finally let the people go, amen, he went after them to get them back. That's where it is, even with the devil, when you find yourself, amen, all in a twine, all in mess, you find, amen, that somehow you get loose, you get free, but then here he comes again. The Bible says he only leaves just for a season, and he comes back. Amen. Christ told him, amen, when that spirit is cast out, amen, when he leaves you, he'll go about him and trying to find somewhere that he can dwell. And when he finds no place to reside, then he comes right back to that place where he was, amen. So when God delivers you from something, when God releases you from something, amen, you need to fill that void, amen, with God, amen, and not with your own doing. And I'm afraid, amen, today a lot of us, we've done just that. And that's why we constantly find ourselves in trouble because not filling up empty voids at the time with God. Amen. Amen. Our own sinfulness is another thing. Amen. It's not just a leader sometimes, oftentimes, and more often than not, amen, it comes because of our own sinfulness, our own nature, our own appetite to do wrong, amen, our appetite for sin, our appetite to try to get ahead, our appetite to try to get more, our appetite, amen, for the things of the world and not the things of God, amen. That's what brings about these trials and these tribulations in our life, amen. So my question, even when you're having troubles and trials, is your name in the book? Why, why do I ask that question, amen? Because that's a very important question, unlike the others, amen, this book means a whole lot, as we'll see here, amen. Once again, I tell you, amen, trials and trouble will come, but I also let you know, amen, that they do not last always. If you can just hold on and hold out, amen, as he told Moses, amen, stand still and see the salvation of God. If you trust in God, he will bring you through your troubles, your trials, and your tribulation, amen. But you must bear your heartache, amen, as a good soldier, amen. You can't go through whimpering and crying about everything that happened to you, how folk are treating you bad, and they're treating you wrong, amen. Joe went through some stuff, amen, and he did nothing to bring it on himself, but God brought him through it, amen. And what did Joe do? The same thing that you and I need to do, amen. We need to maintain our loyalty and our integrity toward God. Many say, brother, preach, I'm doing that anyhow, amen. But if we take a look at what you do, amen, when you're not in the midst of the congregation of the righteous, amen, I'm not saying you're doing a whole lot of way wrong, but I'm saying, amen, that you're not committing yourself totally, wholeheartedly, unequivocally over to God. You're not finding that you're meditating and that you're fasting and you're praying and you're trusting God. Now notice, if you will, notice, if you will, God says that if you will be faithful over a few things, I'll make you ruler, I'll make you master over many things. That's what he says. The first thing we must be faithful over, amen, is our loyalty, our love, for God, our belief in his son, Jesus Christ. That means we're going to trust him. Amen. I'm going to put him first. But too often, amen, we don't do that. 
Make it very, very, very plain. And then, see, the government looked and they realized, I mean, our government looked and realized there was many people who had got laid off their job, many companies closing, and money just was not there. So they sent everybody a little bit of money. And folks did not need the money, but then you find them, and instead of them paying for the things they need with the money, amen, they find them, and they're doing everything else. That's it, amen. See, that's where it is, even with the word, amen. When perilous times come, instead of us grabbing hold and trusting God, we start trying to find another way, amen, to do something, amen. We don't trust God like we should. We don't even do right with the money that the world gives us. So what are we doing with God? He says, regardless, the troubles won't last always. My, my next point here, my next thought is this here. I already told you there's nothing new on this, and I told you that trouble won't last always, but the solution is not new. The solution is not new. Uh, many of us, amen, as people, we have a desire to try the latest and the greatest thing. We want the newest and the best of everything. If they come out with an iPhone, whatever, or a Samsung, whatever, you got to get it. Amen. They come out with a new car, you got to get it. That's why a lot of us, amen, we find that we don't own our cars, we lease them, amen, because we want the new car every other year. And you don't even drive the one you have. You park it because you don't only drive so many miles, amen. But the solution is not new. It's our appetite for different and our desire to get something fixed quick, amen. That's the problem. But God says the solution is the same. Notice if you will, amen, over in Exodus 32 and 32, amen, we find where the Bible says that the people had sinned a great sin toward God. I'm going to go ahead and read that for you, man, just so you believe what I've said. And he said they had sinned a great sin toward God. And when we get there, here's what we find, amen, that the Bible says, and it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said unto the people, you have sinned a great sin. That's one that really gets in trouble with God. Amen. That, that ain't the one where you step on somebody's story, man. That's one of those, amen, where you turn and you start trusting in another God. See, God says, I'm a jealous God, and I will have no other God before me, amen. But many times we find ourselves, people, check yourself, amen. If you want to make sure in the book, amen, have you put another God before God? Or are you still trusting in God? Have you allowed the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, the Independent Party to become your God, amen? Have you found that you're letting your leadership become your God? Or is God still your God? That's what I'm asking today. I don't care if it's red or blue, amen. It's got to be, amen, only covered by the blood of Christ. So Moses told him that sin, a great sin, and now, here's Moses talking now. Listen good. Moses said, and now I will go up unto the Lord, peradventure perhaps I shall make an atonement for your sins. Now, I'm going to ask God that he'll forgive you for what you've done. You've committed a great sin against God, and so the Bible says Moses returned unto the Lord. And he said, all these people have sinned a great sin, and they've made them gods of gold. They, they sinned a great sin, God. They made themselves gods of gold. You said, don't have another god before me, but they made a god and they put it before you. They stopped trusting you, and now they're trusting in that god. When I was gone, amen, God, they start leaning on somebody else. It's amazing, amen, how the word fulfilled itself. He said, amen, when the shepherd is smitten, the flock shall scatter. 
They start doing everything else. Even now, when you find them in their churches, are not able to have regular church. They're not able to come together in the church. And folk are scattering. They're finding other ways to fill their time instead of with God. And here's what Moses says to God. Yet now, if thou will forgive their sin, and if not, but me, I pray out of the book which thou has written. See, see Moses saying, God, they have messed up, but you gave them to me to leave. So instead of casting them out of the book, instead of casting them into hell, instead of letting them find eternal damnation, God, throw me out. Write my name out. That's powerful there. Many folk are not willing to give their life up for somebody else. That was a very noble cause, a noble gesture on Moses' part. But see, God realized that that's not even good enough. Why? Because the Bible said that your sacrifice, amen, that lamb has got to be without spot or blemish. And God realized, amen, even though Moses was a friend of God, Moses was a man that was led by God, Moses was one brought about the water to lead him out of Israel, but Moses still had the same thing that you and I have. Moses has sin in his life. Anybody got sin in their life? Anybody sin that comes short of the glory of God? Well, I'm here to tell you that the only way to get right is not by Moses, but some think that. So Moses keeps talking with God, and if you talk to God, church, I'm a witness now, if you talk to God, if you cry to God with a pure heart, God will answer you. Too often God answers us, but we can't hear God because our heart ain't right. And y'all hear me out now. See, see, we said we've seen it come short of the glory of God, but because a lot of folk in there are living and wallowing in their mess, the sin has encompassed their life. They can't hear God when God starts talking. But God spoke back to Moses and hear what he said. The Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. Notice he says, whosoever has sinned against me, whoever have done this abominable thing and decided they want to worship and trust in another God, he's the one that's going to pay the price. Make it, make it plain, preacher, amen. The preacher don't pay the price for your own sin. The preacher got to stand before God himself or herself and give an account. But if you sin a great sin, you start worshiping and praising another God. I don't care if it's Buddha. I don't care if it's Allah. I don't care who it is. Confucius. I don't care who it is. Make up your own God will hold you accountable for that. So, he says to him now, therefore now, Moses, go, lead the people unto the place which I have spoken unto thee, behold, my angel shall go before thee. Nevertheless, listen, I said, nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. Make, make it very clear, brother preacher. Here's what's happening. Amen. God said, I told Abraham, I told Isaac, I told Jacob that I have a land prepared, amen, that flows with milk and honey, a land of promise that I'm going to give to my people. So Moses, what I need you to do, amen, you go and you keep leading them toward that land of promise. See, God said, I'm not a liar. God said, I'm not a man that I should lie. I'm not the son of man that I should repent. 
But Moses, you're going to lead these people to that land, amen, that I told them I'm going to give them. But when I visit them, all of them who sinned, all of them who bowed down, amen, before that fake God, amen, all of them who bowed down before the gold, I will visit their sins there. So in other words, amen, don't you think, amen, because you're still living, you're still breathing, you still have your very being, you're able to do what you do, and you mess up, and you serve something up last night, that you got away scot-free. God said, I will visit your sins. That's why the onus is upon us, amen, to live a life that's holy, a life that's righteous, a life worthy, amen, of the Lord, amen. But he told Moses that no more, I'm not going to let you die for their sins. Why? Because most I know that you sin also. And here's what the final thing the Lord says. And the Lord plagued the people because they made the calf which Aaron made. He plagued them because of it. They thought they were getting away, but God still visited their sins upon them and not upon Moses. It sounds good when our sins are covered. But I'm here to tell you that one day, everything you do in the dark shall be brought to life. Everything you do, it's already in the light before God. It's not here before God. Maybe no one else knows about it, but God knows all things. He says, sit high and he looks low. His eyes are upon the whole land. Amen. He says, rain on the just as well as the unjust. Amen. Don't think you're getting away with anything. There's no solution. There's no new solution. Um, even at this time, the solution was no different. The only way you can have your name just stay in the book because God's going to blot them out. God said, I'm going to take their name out of the book. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord, amen. But God said, amen, I'm going to visit them. I will take the name out of the book. But you and I realize, amen, that our solution, as we find out here in Daniel, is only through the Lord. Once again, amen, I hasten to oppose him. And here's what he said, amen. He tells Daniel, he says, Daniel, at that time shall Michael send out the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble. We're seeing trouble now, church, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time, notice what he says, at that time, thy people shall be delivered. Notice now, everyone that shall be found written in the book. What book are we talking about, church, amen? The book, amen, that will be judged out of, amen, the book of judgment. The book that allows us, amen, to get into heaven, amen, is called the Lamb's Book of Life, amen. The only way you can find your name written in the book, amen, as, as Jesus told Nicodemus, amen, over in John chapter 3, amen, that you must be born again. You must be washed of all your sins. You must commit your life over to the Lord, amen. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done, amen. If you give your life over to God. God says, I will forgive you. But in that day, what's going to happen? As we look over in Revelation, I'll make it very clear for you what will happen. In Revelation, the Lord tells us, amen, very clearly, very clearly, he says that if your name is not found in that book, that you will be cast 
into the lake of fire. Many of us, we don't want to hear that. Revelation chapter 20, and I'm almost done. Revelation 20. John the Revelator writes, amen, at the unction in the of the Holy Ghost, amen, he says, and I saw a great white throne thrown in him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them and I saw the dead small and great stand before God and the books were opened and another book was opened which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works now it's not by works that you're saying that anybody should vote amen. But when you're born again, believer, when you're saved, then you're going to work a good work for the Lord, amen. He says, and the sea gave up the dead, which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead, which were in them. So, amen, if you're living, amen, Paul says, amen, how I'd rather, amen, be absent in the body and be present with the Lord, amen, but the more needful for me to be, amen. So, in other words, amen, he infers, amen, that you, when you're not here, if you belong to God, you're in his presence. But then when you read here, amen, the Bible says that hell and death delivered up the dead which were in them, amen. So therefore, amen, I say, amen, that even though, amen, you die, if you don't know God, amen, some of we're believers, we're going to be in God's presence. Those who are non-believers, those who have not received Christ, they're going to find themselves in hell. They will lift up their eyes. But you're still going to get judged, amen. And it says, they were judged every man according to their works, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. God told Moses that he would take him out of the book. Daniel heard at the, at the voice of the angel, amen, that in that day, amen, God is going to deliver all of those who are found in the book, amen. And I'm here to tell you today, amen, that if you're a born-again believer, amen, if you have your sins washed away, if you've been born again and if you give your life over to Christ, you believe that God sinned, you believe that he died, you believe that God raised him up from the dead, you believe that one of these old days he's coming back, amen, he said, amen, your name is in the book. My question remains, church, is your name in the book? Is your name in the Lamb's book of life? The day that we live in, we have a good understanding. God is given a good revelation of the word, good understanding of the word. So if we miss the book, if we miss heaven, it's nobody's fault but our own. Christ said he came to seek and to save those which were lost. I don't know about you, but I was lost. I thought I was on the right road, amen, but then the Bible told me I was on that wide, that narrow, that, that wide path that was leading to destruction. But I thank God, amen, that Jesus found me and he saved me, amen, and set me on that street called straight, amen, the one that's very narrow, amen, that's leading to life, amen. So once again, my question, church, this morning. Is your name in the book? I don't care where you're listening at. Your name can be in the book. If you sinned against God, if you've done something short of unforgivable, and Christ told us that there's only one unforgivable sin, and that is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. 
But if you have not given your life over to him, as long as you have breath in your body, you have time to get right with God. Is there one this morning who needs to get their life right with God so they can be found in the Lamb's book of life? And you told Daniel that in the day when you come back and you visit them, all of those in the book, they will be delivered. We'll be delivered from our present troubles and will forever be with the Lord. Is there one this morning for Jesus? Is there one this morning for Jesus? Amen. We're going to go down to the word of prayer if you're listening and you decide to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Just open up your heart and just pray with us. Amen. Church, let us bow our heads. Father God, we pray now that you would seal your word in our hearts, O oh God, that we do not sin against you. We pray, Master, even now that you would keep us and purge us and hold us. God, we pray that you do not blot us out of the book, God. Help us, O oh Lord God, to be sensitive to you, to your word, to your works, and to your will, O oh God, that we can be found worthy in thy sight, God. We pray that you fill us with your Holy Ghost. We pray, God, you would cover and wash away all of our sins, O oh Lord God, through the name of Jesus Christ, the blood that you shed on Calvary. And God, even now, those who desire to receive you, God, have them, O oh Lord God, know that all they have to do is confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. He's the only begotten Son. He died for our sins, and you raised him up from the dead, and one day, God, he's coming back for us, O oh God. We tell you thank you, and we ask this morning in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, and God keep you. Amen. Church, a very important word this morning um, about having our names written in the book. Um, your preacher, your mothers, your fathers, your friends, your leadership, they cannot write your name in the book. Just like that school textbook that I was telling you about, you can't write your name in the book. You can't even declare that you're in there. The only way you put in the book is through Jesus Christ. The Bible reminds me, amen, that when the time came for the book to be opened to find out who was in the book, there was no one in heaven nor earth found worthy to open the book. And then comes the Lamb of God. Jesus Christ. He's the one that opened the book. God. He's the one that died for our sins. Moses wanted to die for the people, but he couldn't do it. But Christ Jesus, he left heaven, came to earth, just to die for sinners such as I. Amen. Facebook, YouTube, God bless you. Um, God keep you. Uh, we thank God for you joining us this morning. We would like to hear from you. Let us know um, if you receive salvation, if you desire to receive salvation. Or if you want more information on the church and its ministries, um, please join us at sjmbckingsland.org. Or you can uh, meet us on Facebook at sjmbckingsland. Amen. God bless you. God keep you.